Now, sound off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, hi, gang. It's a Friday, and it's starting to warm up out there again. We love it. It's going to be nice weekend, beautiful weekend. Anyway, things are uh, popping right along. A uh, couple of things to bring you up to date on. There uh, there were some big, big upsets in high school hockey last night. Not so much upsets, but uh, uh, wins that uh, I thought was going to happen, but it really struggled to make it happen. For example, Grand Rapids. Now they're called the Thunderhawks, not the Grand Rapids Indians anymore. Uh, the Grand Rapids Thunderhawks are back in the state tournament with a double overtime victory over Andover. Now, see, Andover is, is like a northern ring suburb of the Twin Cities. I don't know how in the world that ends up in the up in this uh, district, but uh, the, but they did, and I think that game took place at the deck last night and was uh, it was a screamer, I guess. Uh, they had to review even the the goal that happened in double overtime. They had to review it on that overhead camera, and the puck clearly did go across the line. So Grand Rapids uh, onto the state tournament. War Road had to come back from being down at East Grand Forks, and. Uh, they came back and won that game in overtime. So there's some some perpetual teams that uh, were looking like they might not make it, and they did end up making it. So there we go. Anyway, I want to bring you up to date on this uh, Fannie Willis situation down in Georgia. You know, Fannie Willis is the attorney general down there that was going to get Trump. It was going to make sure, uh, you know— that was a uh, living hell, I guess, um, and they were going to make sure that uh, that Trump was was going to be had, uh, except for one thing. It turned out that a number of the people that Fannie Willis charged, a number of Trump supporters, some of them knew a little bit about her background, and they knew that she was sleeping and doing the bonk, the bonk, the bonk, the bonk, bonk, with uh, with the attorney that she had hired to prosecute. Trump. And uh, so that started to come out. Now another thing has come out. This one will amaze. It amazed me when I read it. Democratic operative and Fulton County Deputy District Attorney Jeff DeSantis received four payments totaling $131,335 for providing consulting services consulting services to representative Gabriel Amo a democrat uh you know from down in that area former Biden White House aide who worked with local officials federal election commission records show the money flowed in significant uh flow in significance because sources with direct knowledge of Fulton County office, told uh, news sources that DeSantis is a Biden plant inside a Fulton County office to target former President Donald Trump. DeSantis's payments were previously unreported. DeSantis was working at, at County DA's office while operating a consulting firm named 2020 Insight LLC. The sources uh, told the news source 
the deputy district attorney will likely have to sign an oath that prohibits them from working outside their county employment agreement. DeSantis's oath, if he signed one, remains uncleared or undisclosed. But they did get the itemized disbursements um, from Gabe Amo the, for, for Congress, and there were four payments within a month. One on 721-2023, one on 728-2023, one on 84-2023, and one on 811-2023. They were all listed as expenditure description <clears throat> advertising. And they were each <clears throat> payments of $23,250. Except the last one was 48000 it's also curious that DeSantis contra uh, contracted with Amo, who worked in the Biden administration as the deputy director of White House Office of Intergovernmental Affairs before running for Congress. <clears throat> this is the connection to the White House. He was an advisor to President Joe Biden's campaign and on his transition team. One source told Breitbart News, DeSantis did this. He's the one. He's the one pulling all the strings <clears throat> for uh, Willis. Uh, he walled off Willis from any outside sources. <clears throat> he was in every important meeting. He is the brainchild behind this. DeSantis is a wealthy and successful Democratic operative. <clears throat> he ran Willis's 2022 campaign and raised $4 million for her. He had over $4 million in donations for running the district attorney's office. Why would you want to take a major pay cut to get a $70,000 or $80,000 prosecutorial job? I have no idea why. But it's pretty clear that he was the inside connection from Biden to go after Trump with all of this kind of stuff. And it's all... Uh, still coming out, uh, by the way, the latest uh, witness to testify in this case was the partner of uh, Fannie Willis's love love uh, person. Uh, he, it was his attorney a partner in law, and he knew exactly when this affair started. And he had mentioned in other me emails before this that he knew it started long before he was ever appointed to that position. But now, all of a sudden, <clears throat> Nathan Wade and his partner, this uh, other attorney, are saying that, uh, oh, gee, I forgot. I'm not sure when this all started. <laughs> so he's having a <clears throat> kind of a, a lack of memory now, all of a sudden. But in the meantime, it was uh, being shown on a regular basis that this love association between Willis and uh, Reed started quite a bit before she appointed him as the prosecuting attorney. And remember, he had no experience on that whatsoever. Well, let's see. What else we got here? Uh, lot, well, first of all, I'm hoping we have taken care of, Kenny, any technical problems on the show because I have a whole new system. Turned out yesterday uh, my tech came over did everything, including climb up the pole and check the connections to the top of the wire poles, checked all the connections. 
put in a brand new high-speed modem. In fact, I have a seat belt on my on my chair now because it's so fast. And uh, last night I was working on it, and I had no problems at all like we had been having. So I'll be surprised if we uh, if we haven't taken care of the problem. Uh, by the way, speaking of a problem, before we get too far along this morning, I thought I'd give you a little bit of an update on, you know, Anheuser-Busch is trying so hard to save Bud Light after the humiliation that they had with the Dylan Mulvaney transgender connection where they, you know, used her as a spokesperson. Um, they, the uh, Anheuser-Busch is saying that they're, their profits for their for their line for Bud Light were constrained in the U.S. due to a boycott. Constrained, that's a good word for a $1.4 billion turnaround. Yes, this woman that thought it would be a great idea to take a transgender and use her uh, has cost them $1.4 trillion before she was fired. In the meantime, folks, as we do on every Friday, we're going to uh, talk to our friend who can work with you on your taxes and may just be able to find you some things that you didn't even know existed. And that's our friend T.J. Thorlickson. He's on the phone with us right now. Uh, T.J., welcome back to a Friday morning here on Sound Off. How are you doing? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I mean, considering it's right in the middle of tax season, so you know I got to come. I always got to come up with something fun because this is kind of a great time of year for me. Not because of taxes mostly, but it, all these listeners you have that come up here and they want to chit chat and talk about things. And like my favorite is they always say, you know, you look just like you sound on the radio, which I'm not sure what that means, but the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, here's another fun little story to get people going on a Friday. Is this? You know, everyone's having staffing issues, and nobody has enough employees and everything. And and so I've got a one of my clients I've had for years. He's 85. Used to run a furniture store downtown, and he knew Kenny when he was a wee lad. And I just looked at him, and he goes, "I also know Brad Bennett." And I went, "Well," really? and he goes, "Oh yeah, his name's Bill Abalon." And oh sure, goes, sure, yeah. So Bill has been volunteering up here to help me in the day to greet people and give them coffee, and he's just loving it. So that's oh, Bill fun. is Bill is a great guy. He owned a he owned his own furniture store for a long, long yep. time, I believe, wasn't many, it? Many, many years. Yep, he did. So it's just, it's fun to have him up here. So so anyway, how about some tax advice for a Friday? <laughs> Please, let's do it. <laughs> well, we'll do it. we'll do some of the scary stuff, and we'll end on a happy note because. It's now March 1st, and so that means we got to be thinking about uh, S-corporations. They're due by the 15th, and your partnerships on a 1065 are due by the March 15th, and people always forget that, and so that's I want to make sure people know that. But, you know, that's the scary part. But here's the other part. People who do forget, okay, and this goes for your 1040 thing and everything, okay? Let's say you okay. forget to file it on time. So you forget your corporation's due by the 15th. You do it late. Well, IRS computer is going to send you a letter, and it's going to say, you filed late. We would like $1,500 per person that should have got a K-1 form. And people go, crap, you know, what? that's a big bill. <laughs> well, see, that's the scary part. So we always want to end on a happy note. And this is something a lot of people don't know about. And that is the government has a thing called an abatement, which is a fancy word for oops. 
And you can you can't do one every year, but every five or six years, if you forget and you get one of these letters saying you filed late, you can do fill out a form. It's called an abatement form, and you simply say, you know, I'm a good taxpayer. I just missed it this time. I would like to have the penalty taken off. And for the most part, they do it. Okay. Now the interest, really? though, they they don't take that off. But you know, most oh, people are okay. scared of the IRS. And they're like, yikes, they sent me a notice. I better just pay them. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Well, the IRS is just a big computer. And so you get a human being, they just fill out the paperwork. So you got the paperwork, they punch it up, they see you haven't used an abatement for five, six years. They're like, fine, we'll give you that abatement. You still got to pay the interest, but you can save a lot. I mean, example how much, I had a new company that came in. They had five partners in this business, and they filed late. 1500 bucks a piece and they were just freaking out and so i said well you know i'm not the irs i just say this is what we fill out and we hope they go with us and they did and they saved it all it's one little piece of paper that makes a difference and that's what we talk about on fridays is taxes aren't simple like they used to be and there's boxes you got to click and there's forms you got to fill out and when you do you know people get a lot of money back and here we do those business returns and we find those deductions that people forget to write off and we put them in, and we fix the return, and the government sends you money. Now, there's a refreshing twist, That's right? That's fantastic. <laughs> so it's all well, North. Yeah, no, that and and really, that's really what it's all about. Is you you know the system inside and out, and and you're not doing anything illegal. In fact, you would refuse to do anything illegal, but you're doing what the IRS will allow you to do. And a lot of people just don't know what those things are. So yep. if you're listening out there this morning and you'd like uh, T.J. Thorlickson to work on your taxes and maybe find some things that you didn't even know existed, uh, you can do. You can contact him a couple of different ways. You can either uh, go online to Thorlickson.com. That's uh, T-H-O-R-L-A-C-K-S-O-N.com. And you can make an appointment there. You can uh, get a lot of information off that site. Or you can simply pick up the phone and call TJ at 218-279-1920. That's 218-279-1920. And uh, that'll start the ball rolling for you. And uh, hopefully he'll be able to help you out and uh, maybe uh, save you a few few dollars along the line as well. I'm, I'm glad, uh, TJ, that people are responding like this. Uh, I just... I just had a funny feeling that this was going to be a, a real big issue uh, for us on Fridays, that uh, a lot of people just don't know the system that well. Well, they don't, and I'm kind of surprised because technically this is an ad, you know, for my business. But people actually call me up, and they think that when, like, you're gone on vacation and we don't do it on a Friday, and they, they call me up and they're saying, well, how come they didn't call you on Friday? I'm saying, well, it's an ad, you know. I mean, but... Uh, but I'm glad that you want to look at it. A lot of people do. They look forward to it, and I appreciate that because the more information you I bet. give out, you know, the better I feel. I, I feel the same way, and I, in fact, I think this, uh, this ad is really more of an infomercial uh, than a commercial. So uh, we, we love having you, TJ. And again, that number to call, folks, if you want to call them and get the process going, 218-279-1920. 218-279-1920. And we'll be right back after this uh, first commercial break here. 
KDAL time is 1127. And Brad, I kind of was doing some things here, but I wanted to bring this music up because uh, today is quite a day for a rock and roll legend. Ooh. Hey, you getting drunk, so sorry. I've got you sussed. Hey, you smoking mother nature. This is a fast. Hey, hung up old Mr. Normal. Don't try to gain my trust. Cause you ain't gonna follow me any of those ways, although you think you must. The music of The Who, the singing of Roger Daltrey, 80 years old today. Oh, man, really? <laughs> it, it still kind of amazes me our rock and roll heroes weren't supposed to be 80 years old. <laughs> no, no. They were supposed to be eternally in their 20s with long hair and... Uh, it's weird. Or uh, or in some cases, they died young, but we don't like them to do that either. But, uh, but uh, 80 years old. Yeah, wow. 80 years old. Uh, Roger Daltrey still <laughs> kicking. One of the best. Well, listen, before we get to Fred from Hawthorne, I want to remind everybody, uh, now is the time to replace those drafty, outdated windows and doors. You know, the ones where you've been feeling the cold air coming through them. All you got to do is call Les Grumdahl Window and Siding for a free, no-obligation estimate. They have over 75 years of experience with fresh ideas and solutions to fit every budget. There's no gimmicks or so-called free offers, just fair pricing and honest answers featuring Infinity from Marvin Ultrex Replacement Windows and Doors. So for all your windows and siding needs, all you got to do is pick up the phone, folks, and dial 218-728-3060. That's 218-728-3060, or visit them online at lesgrumdahl.com. For all your windows and doors, they'll love you for it. Anyway, uh, we have our friend uh, Fred from over in Hawthorne, who's on the phone with us this morning. Uh, Fred, welcome. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm a little frustrated with the president, but anyway, time is up for him. It's time for the people to flood the White House with a request for him to use his executive power to shut down the border. Everyone who wants this to happen should mail or email or text the White House with this. Time's up, Mr. President. Please order border closure now. If that message, everybody that wants to do that, tell all their friends to do the same thing. If we could flood the White House with this message, something might happen because neither Democrats nor Republicans are doing anything. They're just all stonewalling. I'm really frustrated with all of them. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and, you know, I was looking for his uh, speech yesterday. I did find yeah. what he said at the border, and I was hoping he would have mentioned some of the issues that you brought up that he would very easily could do right away to close the border down. But, no, he didn't do any of that. In fact, he, he started off his conversation yesterday talking about global warming. It was... <laughs> That's ridiculous. It was amazing. <laughs> no, but you're right, Fred. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Get everybody to send a message every morning to the White House. Time's up. Close the border. Right. Everybody does that. I'm going to plant seeds elsewhere also on the Internet. But, sir, you're one of the first seeds I'm planting here. 
It has there to happen. Go. People have access to Facebook and all that. If they could spread the word and this thing go viral, it would happen. They, he would shut down the border. He's not going to do it. He doesn't pay, pay attention to polls. That means nothing. So, anyway, I'm a little too passionate Good. about this. but. <laughs> yep. I agree. Good stuff, Fred. Thank you so much. Yeah, for the record, uh, yeah, Brad, we have we have the list of the four, we, okay, the four his, steps. His four, I think, four steps, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, actually, there's five because I added one. Uh, number oh. one, <laughs> number one, President Biden issue executive order to close the border. Number two, all border states provide temporary barriers along the border. Number three, activate the National Guard to work with the Border Patrol. Number four, 24-7 high-tech surveillance. And number five, the one I added, arm all southern border residents with slingshots and taconite pellets. And taconite pellets. (laughs) Yes, I remember you bringing that one up. I hope you ran that by Fred from Hawthorne before we added it. Aim for their derriere, not their uh, head. Because they can can Exactly. Yeah. You just want to scare them away. You know, it's interesting, though. There was one thing that the governor of Texas, Abbott, has done that Fred talked about. He is building a large National Guard base in close proximity to Eagle Pass. Well, something he is gonna needs to be done, store Brad. And stage people. If yeah. you look at the problem there, if you look what is occurring, it's not going to stop. You have got, I, I mean, it's it's like a line of ants marching towards their ant hill. Yep. And it's an endless line of people making their way to the United States of America because, Brad, our president said this. Come on down. Make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. So now we've become an asylum nation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's rather interesting to watch the Democrats, Kenny, try to slime their way out of sanctuary cities now. A number of them have uh, have come out and said, well, we're not really a sanctuary city. We do, well, uh, The definition of a sanctuary is not really what we're looking at. Uh, we're not trying to do that. And yet that's exactly what they're doing. Um, and it's it's going to have to stop. I thought it was rather interesting yesterday when Donald Trump was down there that he actually praised uh, Mayor Adams of New York City for saying that sanctuary cities have got to stop. Yeah, he, he, there's he stood up a little bit and uh, and said there are some Democrats that are actually seeing what's going on here. I, I don't do a lot on X, but I do have. Uh... An account, and I'm on there from time to time. And yesterday, I saw a side by side. It was footage of President Biden, and it was footage of former President Trump in Texas. Biden was walking. He was walking like an old man. I'm sorry. Oh. I mean, it was just a terrible gait that he had. It was it was sad to watch him. The yeah. people that were around him were supposedly border patrol agents. They were that none of them were smiling. They all had frowns, and yeah. President Biden had a hard hat on. <laughs> this was in Brownsville. 
the split screen showed former President Trump shaking hands and looking every, I'm sure they were National Guard, every one of them in the eye and saying something to him. I'm sure he was saying, thank you for your service. Thank you for being here and shaking yeah. their hands, clasping their hands and walking and engaging every single one of them. They were all smiling. And I thought, if you look at this, you you can't deny that the most engaging and presidential-looking of the two is Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Biden is... He is an imposter, Brad, of the well, presidency. Well, he had just... You know, as far as his walking, Kenny, he had just had his uh, physical done yesterday, I guess, or day before yesterday. And they they didn't check him out for mental capacity, you know, and that's what I was concerned about was that did they check him out for dementia? You did mean, they check him out? Did for, they like they didn't do that at all. So they didn't no. knock on his skull to see how hollow nope. it was? <laughs> no, oh. they didn't do any of that. Yeah, they they didn't that. ask him to oh. check dots and see how they connect or anything. <laughs> But what they did find is he has a real serious case of neuropathy in his feet, ah. meaning he can't feel his feet. Oh, well, that's not good. No, that's why he's walking like that, because he's trying to feel the ground, trying to feel, you know, what's going on there. Um, by the way, uh, interesting connection. When, when he was, when President Trump was at Eagle Pass, he invited the president of the National Border Patrol Council, a guy named Brandon Judd, to come forward and talk. And Judd didn't miss the opportunity at all. He exploded onto President Biden, declaring agents were mad as hell and we are peed off. You you can fill in the rest yeah. of the word. Brad, over, the, over his policies. We've got to go to CBS News. But I do have a, a video, or an audio clip here, Brad. It doesn't. Super. It does, in fact, turn out that the doctors did, in fact, bang on the head of the president. Brad, here it is. Go ahead, bang on it. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was yeah. going to be that cuckoo, cuckoo. Oh boy, yeah. We'll hear that one more time. Okay. Go ahead, bang on it. Beautiful. Oh, what an boy. echo. Beautiful. What an echo. What an echo. We love that echo. <laughs> of course, that is the Tin Man from the Wizard of Oz. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back right after this uh, break here on Sound Off on a Friday morning. KDAL time is 1142. Uh, Brad, if you like snow, uh, Lake Tahoe, South Lake Tahoe is the place to be. Uh, the National Weather Service, uh, the forecast for snowfall in South Lake Tahoe tonight through Sunday night, 60 to 87 inches. What? <laughs> yeah. In one night? So uh, snowmobilers in the Northland, uh, get those trailers. Get Load those them up and get out. <laughs> South Lake Tahoe, uh, they're going to see a lot of snow in the areas of California. And uh, boy, did we need it here, but we're not going to see it. Uh, Brad, did no. you know that we're, we're 48, almost 49 inches below normal this season? Oh, yeah. A year yeah, ago, we had 93 that. inches of snow on the ground. Yes. And we still got another 48 inches after that. And and right now, we got, what, nothing on the ground, basically. Uh, the National Weather Service places. is seeing a trace. And what that means yeah. is, oh, I think I see some snow over there between those blades of grass. 
<laughs> There's no snow. We got no snow. No, no. Say, Kenny, I'm going to ask you if you would, uh, before we, we haven't done our CBS News yet, have we? Or have yeah, we just wrapped CBS we News, did. so okay. you're good for another, oh, you got okay. uh, seven minutes. Well, would you do this, would you Six. do this for me? Because our podcast is really starting to take off. And I would like people to know how to let their friends and you know, people that they know of, if they're if if they're talking to somebody and say, "Boy, you should have heard what Brad and Kenny were talking about the other day," uh, I want them to know how to go to that podcast because you can go to our podcast any time of day or night. If you're having trouble sleeping at night and you want to re-listen to the podcast, you can do that. But the reason I'm uh, pushing it is because. You know, Midwest Communications owns, what have we got, Kenny? Pretty close to 70 stations. Uh, 80. 80, okay. And we, our podcast, our little Duluth, Minnesota Sound Off podcast is ranked number eight out of the top 10. And we'd like to move up that list a little bit. And it wouldn't take much to do it. So could you refresh uh, people's memories and explain to them how to go and listen to the podcast? Yeah, you bet, Brad. KDAL610.com. It's that simple. As a matter of fact, if you're at your desktop computer, your computer that sits on your desk or on your table, or maybe your lap, your laptop, just go to KDAL610.com. The homepage comes up, and you'll see the news stories on there. And then if you scroll all the way down, you'll see podcasts, but and you'll see Sound Off with Brad Bennett. Click on it, and boom, there it is. Or... At KDAL610.com, right at the top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click. And when you click, it'll take you to another page, and boom, there it is. Sound off with Brad Bennett. Oh, there's a little picture of me, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is. And you just and click on good, that. because people probably wonder what you look like as well. Yeah, so we've got... Uh, and, and and by the way, for uh, Fred from Hawthorne, or, or who was it that was... Oh, yeah. No, TJ. T- oh. For TJ. Yeah. You and I both have a face for radio. Yeah, okay. I'll go along with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Say, uh, I know we got uh, I know we got Tom on, but I want to give you this quote because this was uh, this was good yesterday when the head of the uh, Border Patrol Union spoke out. Um, he appeared alongside former President Donald Trump at Eagle Pass at the epicenter of the border crisis as Biden held a dueling event a few hundred miles away at a less affected area, Brownsville, where most of the Border Patrol people there, by the way, you saw watching him speak, had their arms folded. They looked absolutely uninterested. No smiles. None. No smiles. Nothing. Sir, I want you to know, this is the agent or the union head. Sir, I want you to know your agents, my agents, they're mad as hell absolutely mad that President Biden went to Brownsville, Texas, rather than going to Arizona or going to San Diego, California, rather than coming to Eagle Pass, Texas, which has been the epicenter, Judd said, after Trump invited him to the microphone to speak. Judd said the trip allowed Trump to see how his policies worked compared to those implemented by the Biden administration and that he had the clarity on how to expand them should he be elected president in November again. And I I have a feeling that Judd was hoping that that might be the case. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to go to Tom from Port Wing. Tom, how are you this fine day? Well, I'm doing just fine. Uh, the president was 
within a stone's throw of where I used to live down in Texas. Oh, is that right? Oh. Uh, exactly. And uh, here's, here's the problem I have with, uh, you know, what Fred was talking about, getting the, the president's attention on the border issue. He doesn't care. He really doesn't care. And the reason I say that is his administration came out and said that they were going to use this flood of immigrants as an inflation-fighting uh, tool. By pouring in billions of people, you know, wages is one of the things that uh, causes greater inflation. And the idea of the Biden administration was to have all these people come in, and then that would hold wages down in this country. Uh, now, you can believe me or not, you know, uh, but that's the reality of it. The second reality yeah. is um, what's going on on the border is important, really important to me, because 44 years ago when I lived down there, Brad, it was a problem. And, you know, I sat there as a young uh, kid from Wisconsin, and I said, gee, if, if only we could get the rest of this country to understand what's happening on the border, things would change. And 44 years yeah. later, I finally have a little bit of satisfaction in that the whole nation is talking about what was happening then, and we went through the Reagan amnesty program and horrors of that, and then it all started all over again as soon as that was done. And we were lied to then. We were told there were, you know, maybe 3 million. Ends up there were more than 6 million. You know, half estimate is what they had. But here's what really rankles me about all of this. And what we need to, to have these people do is we need to have the African-Americans in this country, in the inner cities, they're constituents of his. I understand, Fred. We, we, we have Republicans that are upset about this, but those are not his constituents. They're upset about the border, but he, he doesn't give a crap about uh, Republican voters. He does have a big concern of African-American voters who have been denied since I lived down in that valley with the reality of all these jobs being taken by the flood of immigrants, their inner cities rotting further, and we could have a Marshall Plan for our cities where we could provide good, honest jobs to our African-American citizens. And here we are kowtowing to bringing in more people only to re- try and reduce inflation in this country. And I blame Republicans also on this issue. They have never understood what is happening and why that constituency of African-Americans vote faithfully almost 90 percent every election for yeah. a Democrat. They shouldn't be doing that. There's no logical Did you, reason. Uh... They- Tom, did you get a chance? Uh, did you get a chance to see what the governor of of New York has come up with now? Uh, what's her name? Kathleen Hochul or Hochul? Hochul? Uh, she had a yeah. She had a piece out this morning where she she notified people that she is now going to work with the state and with the city of New York to make sure that illegal immigrants or what did Biden call them yesterday? Newcomers. Newcomers, the newcomers can be prepared and able to take jobs in the state of New York and in the city of New York. So all of these people that are struggling to find good employment, 
working hard to get themselves up by the bootstraps. And like you say, the minorities who have been underrepresented for a long time in some of these government jobs, she didn't want them. She's going to make sure that the state and city employment groups work and prepare illegal immigrants to be ready for jobs. It's absolutely atrocious. And and it, it's shameful. It, it it is absolute shameful. Anyway, Tom, thank you as always. We gotta we gotta take our Minnesota news break, and then we'll be back with more. KDAL time eleven fifty seven. Sunshine in Duluth forty five at the National Weather Service forty in Canal Park. Brad, the record high for today is fifty one. That was set back mm-hmm. in eighteen eighty three when the National Weather Service was located downtown. But uh, the forecast today is. 49 degrees. Isn't that something? Uh, we might That's hit 50. Amazing. We might tie it. Might we might break 51. it. <laughs> but uh, 51, the record high, so the, we're on a record watch. And uh, right now, say, 45. Uh, say, is it, uh, is it time for Garen to uh, start looking for potential uh, sale lo- locations and things? Sale of After the team? last night? And, well, that not was a the tough team, loss. but individual players. Oh, man. Defensively, you know... We're we're an okay team defensively. You know, we've got a rookie yeah. back there in, in Brock Faber who's a good player, but he's a rookie. And, yeah. you know, you've got some other guys that are veterans, uh, Bogosian, Middleton, um, Brodeen, one of the best. Brodeen, one of the best, absolutely. But the goalie last night, like you had said in the past, why do these guys feel like they've got to play sitting on the seat of their butt? Yeah. Oh, I'm around. Yeah, that's something that drives me nuts, but that's kind of the style. For, you, you see that for most of the goalies. But, yeah, it's a tough loss last night. That was tough. Um, you know, again, our defensive captain, our captain, our defenseman, Jared Spurgeon, he's gone for the year. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. a big loss. And uh, Felino was a big loss. I, there you I, go. I realize we're missing some pe- some key pieces, yeah. but, boy, you know, you know what it looked like to me? It, for and it may just be because of the uniform colors or something of the Predators, but it seemed like they were long and thin. Every one of their players was long and thin. Are and you saying our guys are fat and chubby? <laughs> Slow. <laughs> oh. Anyway, we'll be back with our number two coming up shortly here on Sound Off. Yeah.